0: Welcome to Everything Life Coaching. I'm John Kim.
1: And I'm Noelle Cordeau. We are the founders of Lumia.
0: And we're super passionate about all things coaching. And we want to share what we've learned from over a decade of coaching and training thousands of life coaches.
1: Let's dive into the science and magic of coaching.
0: On today's episode, we're going to talk about soft skills, the soft skills that everyone needs to be successful in today's marketplace. Um, Instead of starting with what soft skills are, what would you say are hard skills? <laughs> oh, man. Or, or is there such a thing?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, and and uh, the other word I wanted to tackle in the introduction is like, what is today's marketplace? Mm, like, right. you know, oh, like it's so what, scattered. It's so scattered, so scattered right? Yeah. So, um, uh, to, to answer your question, I think that the hard skills we have to look at society the way that we were raised thinking back to school the educational system of like what were we taught were our measures of success as a human and Mm -hmm. it was our report cards
0: yeah grades um what college you went to uh your resume right those are okay so those are hard got it hard skills like or are those proof of hard skills
1: i think they're proof of hard skills and then the hard skills themselves would be like what do you know how to do in order to make money like what are what are the things that you know how to do that are like technical
0: yeah I almost feel like when I when I when I think of hard skills it's kind of sad that I'm I'm relating it to tech but um, I think about hard drives I I think about like the um, information the hard drive you know, your system, that that kind of foundation. And we used to uh, equate that with uh, education, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, what you know, what you can do, all of that performance. Um, And now when you say soft skills, now I think about uh, what is human about you? What is unique about you? What makes you different than, you know, something that AI can't replicate?
1: Absolutely, and let's bring this into, a space that you know really well like fitness mm-hmm. so if if someone is a trainer um or a crossfit coach their hard skills would be their knowledge of fitness their technical right. knowledge yep. around how to use equipment um exercise mm-hmm. movements programming mobility, mm-hmm. programming 100 percent. and then that human if if they took that skill set, and it existed in a vacuum, they wouldn't be able to do so much, like too much with it. So, you know, what are the soft skills that would surround that person in terms of actually being able to be successful?
0: The soft skills would be um, how they uniquely take that data and execute Um, the charisma they have, um, you know, the, the way they go into exercise that may be different uh, their, their brand, um, how they run their, um, classes. Yeah. Soft skills may also be the energy of the room. It may be also, um, the kind of music they play. So I I think a lot of kind of who they are, not what they can do.
1: Absolutely. And on a really fundamental level, I think that the most important soft skill would be how they communicate with a client. How they instill trust, how they facilitate safety, psychological safety, um, and you know, all of the different factors that go into an environment where somebody wants to keep coming back and being around you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the fundamental point that we're getting at is, is, is what does it mean for us in our time when we are able to understand ourselves and our reality in a way that we can be around other people successfully?
0: Do you think that um, people are more thirsty for soft, soft skills now more than ever, uh, just because of technology and all the things that are, you know, um, being created? Or do you think um, soft skills are something that's uh, going to be of deep devalue?
1: I well, the what we're seeing in in the market place, the marketplace, um, is that soft skills are really being sought after. And and it's a huge conversation around what soft skills are, why they're important, and how we get them. And Mm. one of the reasons, I mean, it has to be an if-then sequence. If this is true, then how did we get here? And if we're looking at the last five, six years... I mean, let's go seven years. We had pre-pandemic, pandemic, and then are we post-pandemic? Really? Like, what's still going I think I have COVID right now, actually. So, like, mm. where, where, what's I going on it. here? I just I, had I, it. You just had it? Okay, yeah, right, yeah. right. So glad it's over. Yeah. Um, So, like, okay, we're here in this space, and we knew leading up to the pandemic that tech adaption, dopamine addiction, um, the way that technology turns society into this like digital soundbite performance art Mm -hmm. was really fucking with people, like Mm -hmm. really screwing up our sense of self, who we are and got in the way of people being able to communicate and interact with each other. And then we had the years of the pandemic where we're just beginning to address and understand as a society how screwed up we all got from that experience of detachment. And some people have had a really hard time moving back into spaces where they're expected to integrate with other humans, experience conflict, express themselves. Um, and now, you know, this backlash, this blowback is kind of saying, whoa, like we're not okay. And that's why this mm. is all coming to the fore right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I see it. Thank you for painting that picture. It makes sense. welcome. Yeah, I, I feel it as well.
1: Welcome to the existential dread of today's podcast, right? Like,
0: <laughs> I, I also, but I also feel like. Um, so, I just had two meetings. Um, one today at six thirty a.m. because they're in London Ooh. Um,
1: Ooh. with
0: with AI companies, and man, the 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 rate or the speed at how many AI startups are emerging, or or um, you know, S and M or other kind of tech companies that are now pivoting and going and doubling down on AI it's staggering. And what he was talking about was um, he said, give me five minutes of your voice and then we're going to duplicate that. And we can then use that as a template to have people or to have your content and you saying it, that sounds like you, but it's not really you. And I was like, Oh my God, this is all happening right now. It's happening so fast. And, and these are not soft skills. No, these are, these are hard skills. Very, yeah. very, very polished, kind of fancy hard skills.
1: Uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And so then, you know, where does that leave you as, as a, as a human? In
0: the well, that's what I'm saying. Of- does it make me more valuable or, or, or I mean, cause it, you're now like humans are finally scalable because of, I mean, I guess, I guess social media makes you scalable, but um, the the thing about social media is it's a, it's a video or it's audio and it's one way uh, it's content but now, when you talk about AI, you're talking about get an engagement. So now, engagement hasn't been scalable until now. If that makes right. sense with you, yeah,
1: absolutely. All right. So, so let's take this idea, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw down three um, examples of soft skills, and then like let's get into it. Right. Okay. So, uh, the first one is your ability to establish vision, mm-hmm. which AI can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, how to communicate effectively in your work life and in your personal life Mm -hmm. with your people who are Mm -hmm. important to you, and then how to relate to people who think differently from you Mm -hmm. and understand them, understand their perspective. And this is both in your work life and in your home and everyday life. So, all right, if we're talking about your capacity to establish vision How does, why is this important at work and why is this important at home? And what are some examples of that?
0: It's huge. I mean, I mean, so yeah. So, I mean, obviously, work, uh, where I want to be in three years, what I want my life to look like, what I want my practice to look like, you know, all of that stuff. Um, At home, also. Yeah. What do you mean? Is that what you mean by vision?
1: It is. And I wanted to go like a cut deeper in like the, expression of it so like when you're taking meetings with people Mm -hmm. and you're saying like this is what my brand is or like at home like even in relationships in your experience as a relationship human working with thousands of people how many times have you seen people two people who are in a relationship and they both have different ideas
0: Oh, yeah, all the time, of course. (laughs) All the time. Of course, of course.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, how does does it work? Like, how does vision function?
0: Communication. um, I mean, if you're talking about a relational vision, um, compromise, perhaps, uh, understanding, um, you know, knowing the differences and a lot of maneuvering, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: A lot of maneuvering. Nuance. nuance and there's also um within being able to articulate vision there's also you know components of leadership development that need to take place and most people don't consider themselves in need of leadership development but but when you have a vision whether it's it's at home or if you're talking to your daughter Logan like how are you able to influence how are you able to influence and say this is my vision you know i want like let's play with Legos this way. Like, Mm -hmm. how are you able to influence the people around you to see and understand and get buy-in for your vision? Uh,
0: To engage with them, to um, create that kind of space, to express all of that, to show up, yeah.
1: Uh, And that leads us into communicating effectively because, Mm -hmm. and, and I think this is one of the areas where the interplay of AI can actually be helpful in terms of getting support for effective communication, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of, you know, when, when we're in coaching and especially if I'm coaching someone through a relationship, I might ask, um, my client, well, what is the message that you want your partner or person that you're dating or friend or colleague to understand. And they'll tell me the message very, very clearly. Mm -hmm. And I say, okay, well, how are you going to say it? (laughs) And then what they they actually say is like nowhere near (laughs) what the the message that they want to get across. What's been
0: your experience with this? Well, what I'm thinking about is when you say, uh, how are you going to say it? Most people just, um, are thinking about the words, but also, you know, their tone. Also mm. the, uh, when, when are you saying it? Are you saying it, you know, in in a time where that, uh, that message uh, can be um, absorbed? Or are you saying it, you know, uh, while you're in transition? So like when, what's the tone? Um, so it's not just the words. It's kind of like the entire presentation of it.
1: Absolutely. The entire presentation of it. And then, you know, follow up follow through and oftentimes with communication i think that people um think a lot about um how they're expressing you know their needs their meaning they're they're often feeling misunderstood but they're not taking responsibility for the fact that they might not be communicating in a way that's effective
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah and then you know that bleeds right into the the third soft skill which is how to relate to people who think differently than you mm. and to me this is like literally everyone else outside of your head
0: <laughs> right exactly everyone thinks differently <laughs> everyone
1: yeah. everyone so how does this show up for you at work how do you reconcile the fact that literally everyone is going to think differently than you do
0: um, I think my clinical background helps and also coaching as well, where uh, you do have to be neutral and you have to create a space and you're trying to understand your uh, client's story and, and their positioning instead of trying to get them to do something. you know. Yeah. And so I think the practice of that, I mean, for me, 20 years uh, has gotten me to, yeah, to, to definitely um, take in what is in the room. And instead of labeling, judging, or controlling, instead of grabbing it, just kind of holding it and see what emerges.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then in in our personal relationships, in our friend relationships, you know, thinking about something that shows up in both spheres, work and home, which is having shared goals, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and this can be something as simple as I would like to have we both want to have an empty dishwasher, right?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) How that dishwasher gets emptied is a whole different ball game in, in terms of just shared goal, you know, or a friend group. Like we wanna have a good time tonight how we get there might be so different you know mm-hmm. for other people mm-hmm. and then at work you know same deal so when we're talking about being able to understand and relate to others one of the pieces is is moving everybody along to this positionality of of shared shared goals
0: mm-hmm.
1: um what have you learned about difference and how people's diverse backgrounds really influence the way that they see the world.
0: Yeah. I think for me, uh my early years, 20s, 30s, um, when I would be in partnership with people or working with people, um, there was a lot of me trying to control and if it's not this way, then I don't want to be a part of it. A lot of ultimatums, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff. Um and I and I think uh, you know, 50 60, I don't know, I I think that was very uh, how a lot of companies were ran. And I think these days it's more of me saying, okay, I have, or I'm working with these people or I'm partnering with these people. They're all, they all have different superpowers, right? So mm-hmm. uh, my job is to notice what their superpowers are. I mean, I see now people as adventurers, and we're all different, not me trying to um, dictate a military, like a, a regi- regime, you know, it's now like, oh, this person, can uh, walk through walls I can't but then this person can throw cars I and so like what is their superpower and how can I create a space for that to shine and I think if you can do that the success is going to be exponential
1: 100% now let's flip that which you just described around and how could that if that was the way we all ran our home lives yeah what would that be like
0: it's harder at home, I think, because you know, our relationships are more intertwined, they're more personal, <laughs> we get hurt faster, like all that.
1: And we also have such different stories of what home is supposed to be. Right. And, and, and what we experienced as kids growing up, or even, you know, the behaviors that are acceptable or unacceptable, a lot of people have these ideas of like, oh, I can act a certain way in my home life, because this is what was modeled for me. So it's safe Mm -hmm. here, but I can't do that in the outside world. And so when people come together, you know in a home life, in an intimate life, in even a close friendship life, I think we really bump up against those things and taking the time to understand um, and not be punitive in terms of like, you really fucked up. But like, wow, your actions really surprised me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about what was going on for you and like what your life has been like that that lets you think that that was okay?
0: When it comes to coaching, bring it back to coaching. I think that hard skills are necessary just to even start because you're going to need education and, and how, how this thing works and what you're supposed to do. But I think soft skills, uh, because they're so unique to the individual is going to be what separates you and, and, and what makes you successful. So yes. like, I feel like hard hard skills, you know, education, what coaching is. Don't give advice, like all of that, all these different uh, different theoretical orientations. That's just primary colors, right? And then now if you want to create a masterpiece, you got to bust out the, the crayons where you can't even pronounce the name of the colors. And that's all soft skills.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a, a really interesting statistic that came out of uh Harvard and the Carnegie Foundation and mm-hmm. Stanford. So this mm-hmm. was really well validated that if we're talking about um work life 15% of your job success comes from technical skills, hard skills and knowledge. Mm-hmm. That means that 85% of your your personal effectiveness as a human in your career comes from having well developed people skills. Well this is well this skills.
0: is great news because if you're if you're thinking about being a coach or if you are a coach most coaches or early co- they're they're insecure about the hard skills. Yeah. And this this is us saying that you don't have to be. This is this yeah. is us saying that the hard skills are easy. It's the soft skills which you already have, which are unique to you, which are why your friends keep coming to you for you know, guidance. Those skills are going to be what really makes you an exceptional coach. Yes. So, um, don't worry about learning what you're going to learn because that's that's the easy part. It's really about the soft skills that you develop and how to practice those soft skills with other humans.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, you know, when we're breaking it down into you know impact. Outcome. If we're saying okay, effective communication, in in like uh, on a billboard, like that is the cornerstone of coaching. That is the cornerstone of what folks are looking for in industry. As uh, enterprise organizations are saying, we have major problems here. Communications, specifically around vision, goals, and conflict, is what's showing up as like what's missing. Mm-hmm. So turning the dial and saying okay well we know coach training will get us there we know that developing soft skills will get us there what actually happens when we have effective communication is psychological safety and trust Mm -hmm. Um, the ability to recognize that where your power is, is in deeply listening and then asking questions to really clarify Mm -hmm. before moving into a game plan, before Mm -hmm. moving into a directive stance, um, and getting that muscle built of listening to understand. Um, Mm -hmm. What would you say to somebody who's new to the party in listening to understand?
0: Um, It's one of the things that I always say uh, for me, it's helped me a lot. My mantra when I go into uh, arguments or if there's conflict, it's uh, uh, trying to try to understand before trying to be understood. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're doing that, uh, then before speaking your opinion or how things should be, you're first trying to understand the person, their story, where they're at in their life, their perspective. And that understanding probably will change your response.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and I would add to that, you know, values and motivations, mm-hmm. because if if we're in a situation where everybody, because it's your job, has to work towards a shared goal, every single person who's on a project or on a team or working together are going to have different values and motivations for why they're there for why they showed up to work today and, and we don't know what's going on in their lives, their home lives. And so taking the time to, to really plug into, well, who are the people around me as whole people mm-hmm. can give you such a different slice of understanding beyond Johnny didn't do that. Right. Right. <laughs> you Right. <know>? right, right.
0: <laughs> and you know, the, when we're talking about this, uh, it, you know, it, 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 it doesn't, it's not doesn't doesn't does just stay with coaching and, and work. It's kind of bleeds into all relationships because it's uh, something we're talking about that's uh, a humanistic value.
1: It is, and yeah. and, and I and, you know to kind of close out with the point that we we started with, you know when when we when we titled this piece and said you know what everyone needs to be successful in today's marketplace. Well, the lines have blurred. I mean, yeah. In the last couple of years, the the idea of personal branding started showing up. Like, that's a relatively new concept that people because of social media because of the access because of the lack of privacy that we all unknowingly stumbled into starting with myspace right like Mm -hmm. like our lives are on display and we have cancel culture Mm -hmm. and we have you know like your 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 history follows you wherever you go um so you've been in this a lot more directly than I have uh, over the last decade. How it, do you see it?
0: It's Chris. So uh, our mutual friend MC and I were having a conversation and uh, she said to me, hey, do you think you're famous? And I said, no, of course I'm not famous. You know, I, I, I write books at home. And, and she's like, wait, hold on. Um, do you get approached? And I said, yeah, I, I now get approached uh, all the time, you know, coffee shops, in, uh, New York, LA, wherever, even, <laughs> even in <even> Idlewild, <clears throat> I, I got approached with shocking up in the woods. And I thought to myself, well, cause I, you know, grew up in the eighties, uh, fame, my definition of fame was like the movie star, you know, on TV, uh, you know, Tom Cruise was famous. Right. And then there was like non-famous people. But what's interesting is if you were born, if you're Gen Z and you were born with the internet and social media just forever in your life, these kids actually don't really see Tom Cruise. And I mean, yeah, they're famous, but they actually, because they're on their phone so much, the people that they follow on TikTok, those have become who light them up and they're famous to them. And those are the people that they go, you know, approach and when they see them on the streets and in their eyes, that's fame. Yeah. So in my eyes, because I'm older, you know, I'm I still have kind of the old school definition, but even the de- definition of fame has uh, changed significantly. And as I was thinking about that, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so weird, it's just how fast things are changing. How, how fast and and
1: how yeah. fragmented, you know, the tier like the tiers of society has have become. Like I I've, yeah. I've had um, a lot of clients who who roll in corporate spaces. And even within certain, you know, organizations, the way identity, you know, shows yeah. up and, yeah. and certain people can be rock stars within these environments. And then they step out of that environment or leave that job or leave that company and poof, you know, their sense of identity is just torpedoed because yeah. so much has gone into the cachet, you know, built on the values and promise of like one place. Um and it's a, uh, it's a, tr- it's a, it's a tricky time.
0: It is it's a tricky, tricky time, time. And if you get nothing from this episode, please, as a reminder, hold on to embrace and grow your soft skills. That's, that's, that's always going to be a value. It doesn't matter how, you know, hockey stick, the tech is, ha- you know, like, it doesn't matter what's happening around you. Your soft skills are never they're always going to be, they're actually going to get more and more valuable, I think, as you know, the tech grows.
1: Absolutely. And that's, that's why we developed our program the way we did. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our essentials program, part one, even if you don't want to become a credentialed coach, that's where you're going to learn these soft skills. That's where you're going to get that, that hardcore, how to human better um, methodology. And Mm -hmm. then part two, if you want to, is where you go on to become a credentialed coach. So um, I love that. At Lumia, we're like, yeah. Humaning well first.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. And so if you're interested, um, come on by.
1: Yeah, come see yeah. us. We're delighted to talk to you.
0: We'll make you softer.
1: <laughs> yes. All right,
0: everyone.
1: Thank Have an listening. awesome day.
0: You well. Thanks for listening to everything life coaching. If you're feeling the draw to become a coach, head to lumiacoaching.com slash everything. Explore a new career that brings fulfillment gives you a true sense of purpose and a bold community to do it with.
1: Lumia is ready to equip you with the tools, training, and community you will need to reach your goals. If you're ready to build a unique coaching business on your own terms, while making an impact on the world at large, Lumia is the next bold step in your coaching journey. That's lumiacoaching.com slash everything.
0: And hey, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it.